It's a Saturday morning in CCO land when we talk wines and other things on uh, our wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Jack, good morning. Morning, Denny. It seems we go from summer to winter, back <laughs> yes. and forth. What happened to spring? I have no idea, but one thing that keeps me laughing is your new BOGO TV commercial. I have to tell you that. <laughs> for you. folks that haven't seen it, check it out, because it's well, it'll it'll make you forget about the wet, cold, wet weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're very kind. And you know, it, it, I have to say it modestly, we invented the BOGO in 1984 to celebrate our 50th wedding. No, it, it, I'm... I have to say immodestly, we invented the BOGO in 1984 to celebrate our 50th wedding, our 50th anniversary. That's right. Business. And we were fortunate Target and some other national chains picked it up. And now the BOGO is known everywhere. And But we started it back in 1984. And we're having a big sale because of it. But, you know, today I thought, Denny, in spite of the fact that it isn't probably going to get above 50 degrees today, I would talk about spring and spring wines. Uh, you could forget the weather, maybe if you pull the cork on a new bottle of wine to have with spring. You know, spring brings forth so many wonderful things. Uh, it's a store right now. You can pick up brand new asparagus. Uh, fresh herbs are popping up. Sprouts are popping up. Uh, greens, I remember, oh golly, must be 25 years ago, someone brought me an enormous plastic bag of watercress that they had harvested from one of the creeks flowing into the St. Croix. And boy, did we love that watercress. We had everything from cress salad to watercress, cream of watercress, soup, cold, etc. It just shouted springtime, and it was absolutely delicious. Another one of my favorite things in springtime are radishes. You know, if, you have ra- if you're in Europe, particularly France, in the springtime, they serve radishes with butter. And what you do is you put a little butter on these brand-new radishes, sprinkle a little salt on that. On, yes, you heard me right. You butter the radish and then put a little salt on top of it, and they are absolutely delicious. Spring peas are good. Spinach at this time of year. And for dessert people, there's rhubarb is starting to pop up. All signs of spring. But what kind of wines do you have? Well, I think as a general rule with most of the stuff I've mentioned, including, I should mention the fact that, you know, radishes that you can buy at this time of year, you think, well, you get kind of tired of eating radishes, even if you eat them the French way with butter and salt. Slice them up and saute them. They make a wonderful side dish. Uh, one of the secrets, you saute them in some unsalted butter and then add a tablespoon of vinegar on top of them as you cook them. And they make a absolutely terrific side dish if you're going to have lamb chops. What a wonderful thing to have sautéed radishes with lamb chops. You rarely, rarely see sautéed radishes, but I'm here to tell you they're pretty darn good. But let's talk more about wines. Of course, you know, when we're talking about white wines, Everybody knows Chardonnay, and it's without question the most popular white wine in the entire world by far. Nothing is even close to it. And the varieties of white wine are just incredible, from the great Le Montrachet, which is grown in Burgundy at thousands of dollars a bottle, down to your favorite Chardonnay from, say, uh, Santa Clara or, or the Central Coast in California that's modestly priced. The Chardonnay is just a remarkable grape type. Those wines 
from Lee Montrachet to Central Coast Chardonnay are so vastly different. They reflect the soil, they reflect the wine grower, etc. So Chardonnays are all over the box, and it's fun to try them all because they're so interesting. But let's talk about some others. After Chardonnay, at least in the United States, the most popular is Sauvignon Blanc. And Sauvignon Blanc has a crisp acidity. It's really been popularized mainly, thank goodness, to the New Zealands, where they have really pushed Sauvignon Blanc. It's their main export in the world of wine. They make other wines. But the Kiwis are known particularly for their Sauvignon Blanc. And uh, why not? It's absolutely wonderful. It really blooms well there. And then, of course, you all hear me talk about Sancerre, which I always say is Sauvignon Blanc with a college education. Sancerre is a very complex white wine. It comes from the Loire Valley in France. It's 100% Sauvignon Blanc, and it is indeed delicious. Uh, as, of course, are the ones from New Zealand and California, and you name it. Again, like Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc is grown all over the world, and every kind and type is totally different. The next wine to talk about in springtime is one probably most people wouldn't even want to mention, and that's Riesling. Riesling has suffered terribly through the years, uh, getting a black eye for maybe it's too sweet, whatever. But it's not really true. If you try a good dry Riesling, you're in for quite a treat, and it goes so well with so many things. Uh, for example, I mentioned <coughs> those sautéed radishes. You try those with a good glass of bone-dry Riesling, It'd be absolutely terrific. Or if you have, say, uh, trout, smoked trout, and you serve it with a horseradish sauce, that is a delicious accompaniment to a good Riesling. And then, of course, who can deny the pleasures of Pinot Gris or Pinot Grigio, as it's known in Italy? Pinot Grigio has, again, become very, very popular all over the world uh, the Italian Pinot Grigio is a great wine for reception. It's kind of innocuous. It's a good spring wine because it's fresh, crisp, uh, and usually uh, very nicely scented, but not overpoweringly like some of the wines you might try a Gewurztraminer, for example, from the Alsatian part of France. It's a very perfumey wine, Gewurztraminer, but it's terrific with, say, spring things. Say you were having some spring shoots with sautéed shrimp. A Gewurztraminer would go with that just beautifully. In fact, Gewurztraminer is my favorite go-to wine on a lot of Thai food. Uh, that good aroma of Gewurztraminer and its nice crisp acidity really is a foil to those good hot Thai dishes very nicely. Semillon is another type that's very good by itself, but not many people are aware of it. It is the blending grape on which all white Bordeaux are based. White Bordeaux are a combination of Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon, and they sometimes <coughs> put in another different white wine or two, but those are the two principal ones, and you can tell the difference in white Bordeaux the ones that have a bigger percentage of Sauvignon Blanc. They're not as crisp, they're not as acidic, and they have holding power. Semillon is one of the great grape types for making stuff like Sauternes and Barsac, which are two wonderfully sweet wines that come from the Bordeaux region. Chateau Yaquem is perhaps one of the most well-known 
sweet wines in the entire world. It's very expensive, uh, and it's worth it. it. Believe me, it takes a single vine to produce one glass of Chateau Yaquem. In most of the wine world, uh, the single vine will produce one bottle, but not at Yaquem. It's actually just 20% production of grapes as opposed to other vines because they pick those grapes when they're like raisins. They're dried and shriveled, and they, they call that botrytis or the noble rot. And that, when that has that and they squeeze that and that beautiful sweet nectar that comes out and is fermented, my, it's a wonderful wine. And Semyon is a glorious a part of that whole thing. In fact, Semyon, they use more Semyon in Sauternes than they do Sauvignon Blanc. Just a little Sauvignon Blanc and a lot of Semyon. Another wine that I really like, particularly in the springtime, is Viognier. Viognier is a white grape type, and it's grown in California and Australia. But its best place, of course, is the Rhone Valley. And there's a Chateau Cornudu there that is 100% Viognier, and it's a very expensive wine, and it's known for because it's the smallest vineyard in all of France and one of the smallest vineyards in the entire world. Their whole production is only 1,000 or 2,000 cases, and it's all called Cordonum as from the Chateau. And But you can get Viognier's at, that are really delicious and not too expensive. There's one called La Forge, which is made by a big cooperative in the Mastif Central in France. Uh, and that Viognier is just a, a single white grape type that's worth seeking out because it's so different. Then, of course, one of my most favorite white wines, particularly at Thanksgiving, is Chenin Blanc. And Chenin Blanc is a little bit uh, like Sancerre in that the Chenin Blanc in France is called Vouvray. And that Vouvray is a wonderful white wine that I always recommend to have with Thanksgiving because uh, there's so many sweet dishes you have at Thanksgiving. I'm talking about uh, marshmallows on top of yams and things like that. There's, and turkey itself is sort of a sweet meat. A good Chenin Blanc served nice and cold from the Loire Valley is absolutely fantastic. And much like New Zealand with Sauvignon Blanc, South Africa produces Chenin Blancs that are a little drier, totally different. Uh, than the ones coming from the Loire Valley. But that we also produce quite a little bit of Chenin Blanc out in California, and it's worth seeking out. Another wine that's good to have in your repertoire, particularly in the springtime, is Grunner Veldner. This is the principal grape type from Austria and Hungary, and it is just a, a, a wonderful, crisp, a little bit like uh, Riesling, but it's not as well balanced as Riesling, but uh, they do do a good job with it in Austria. And uh, if you can find a good Gardner Valner, uh, keep it in your repertoire because it, it like that Gewurztraminer, goes with so many things, particularly Pan-Asian food. It's terrific. And then, of course, there's uh, Tarantes, which is mainly comes from Argentina, and it's a nice white wine to have with the different dishes. It's a little flat to my taste, but Tarantes is, uh, people who are fans of it just love it. And of course, let's not forget the noble Cortisi grape, which makes Gavi 
in uh, northern Italy. Gavi is a wonderful white wine from the foothills uh, in Piedmont, and it's just absolutely delicious. You often see Gavi on Italian wine lists. Get the Gavi de Gavi. That's the best. And you'll be very, very pleasantly surprised that Gavi may become one of your go-to wines. It's that good. And then there's my favorite is Prosecco. Used to be the Galera grape. Now all of a sudden they've changed Prosecco to be a territorial area by the European uh, Central Committee for Agriculture. So they've changed the Prosecco grape's name to Galera. And uh, Galera it is. And so many people like Prosecco, and part of the charm of it is the fact that it's the Galera grape and not made from Chardonnay and Pinot Noir like champagnes are. And speaking of Pinot Noir, there's another very good white grape type called Pinot Blanc. Pinot Blanc, again, is from the Alsatian region of France. Uh, It's a nice bone-dry one. Again, it it fits in the area of Riesling wines. It's very good with any kind of... uh, Pan-Asian cooking, whether it's Japanese or Thai or Chinese, and all those cuisines are so dramatically different, and these wines go very well with all of them. And as long as we're talking about Alsace, we should not fail to mention Sylvaner, which is a wonderful white grape type uh, from that Alsatian area. Well, there's a few more, of course, we could go on and on. One, another one of my favorites is Alberino from Spain. The Alberino grape from Spain is a wonderful white uh, grape type. And I never forget the first time I tried it. I thought it was good but expensive. And uh, what's happened? It's become less expensive and it's gotten better. So those are a few of the things to try for springtime. Uh, they are delicious and you won't be disappointed trying them with some of those springtime early picks that I mentioned, like asparagus and spring peas, etc., etc. And while we're talking about Haskell's, of course, we're having our big annual sale that Denny mentioned earlier, a BOGO sale, buy one, get one free. There's about 150 of those. But we've decided to hold, starting Monday, a sale within a sale. It's a progressive wine sale. On Monday, 17% is taken off all uh, wines that aren't on sale. And then that goes up every day till the following Sunday, the 23rd, when 23% are taken off all the un, not on sale wine. It's a phenomenal time to stock up your cellar. And you won't be disappointed in Haskell's. We have thousands of wines on sale. And with this progressive sale starting on Monday, all the wines are on sale. Fantastic, and there's so many great locations. Well, tell us where we can find Haskell's, Jack. Indeed, Denny, I'd be delighted to. Haskell's has 11 locations in the metropolitan area. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault, right off at 35. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. There's free parking in downtown Minneapolis on Saturday and Sunday. We have a Haskell's in Minnetonka at Ridgedale. There's a Haskell's in Plymouth. St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com, and it'll open the vineyards of the world to you at our website at Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. Come on back next week, Jack, and we'll find out what season we'll be in by then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Danny, I'm going to look forward to that. Thank you, Jack. Jack Fer- 
back next week, Jack, and we'll find out what season we'll be in by then. <laughs> you know, Danny, I'm going to look forward to that. Thank you, Jack. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.